Hey, this is Bradley Chubb, and you're listening to The Snap. Hey, this is Cortland Sutton. Hey, this is Tim Patrick. And you're listening to The Snap Snap with Sidney Jones on Broncos Podcast Network. Yeah! What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest edition of The Snap. I'm your host, Sidney Jones, and joining me on today's episode is the Broncos Senior Marketing Manager, Marisol Villagomez, and outside linebacker, Bradley Chubb. They're going to talk about the Denver Broncos' recent trip to Mexico in which they promoted the team's international home market area rights program. So let's welcome Maddie Salt to the snap to tell us a little bit more about what that program is and what her role with the Broncos entails. Maddie Salt, so nice to see you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Sydney. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the time. Excited to hear a little bit more about this program. You know, for many of Broncos country who might not know, the Broncos, they were awarded the International Home Market Area in Mexico from the league back in December. So, Marisol, to start, you know, what is this program? What is this bid and what does it mean that the Broncos were awarded it? Yeah, well, I think, you know, um, there's still a little bit of like confusion or, or just kind of uh, misunderstanding about what this entails. You know, to just put it in, in the simplest terms that I possibly can is um, that we now have uh, the opportunity, the the right, a license, if you will, to activate in Mexico as if we would in the state of Colorado. And so um, the NFL essentially um, assigns territories to each of its um, franchises. And so we're no different. So for us here in the United States is um, Colorado and other areas that, you know, um, where other professional NFL um, football teams do not um, call home. And so having the opportunity to expand into Mexico is a big deal. Um, It gives us the opportunity to not only um, reach out, engage with current fan base, but it allows us to be on the ground to develop the next generation of Broncos fans. And from a business standpoint, um, it means that we're now able to develop a strategy that can definitely uh, provide opportunities for sponsorship, commercialization, um, and things like that. And this also means that the Broncos have the opportunity within the next five years, I think, to play in Mexico City, right? Yeah, so the idea of of this is that um, those teams that are part of the um, IHMAs, the International Home Marketing Area uh, Program, would have the opportunity to play at one time or another over the next five years in the countries um, that they were assigned. So for us, it would be uh, it would be Mexico. Um, And so I think, you know, um, based on what we saw over the last couple of weeks, uh, Broncos country is ready to to have a game down there. Yeah, well, like you mentioned, you guys were there over the past couple of weeks. You, along with Steve Atwater, Bradley Chubb, Senior Vice President of Strategy, Brittany Bolin, and so many others, you guys participated in a tour of Mexico to promote this new program. What was that experience like for you, Marisol? Uh, you know, I, the only way for me to compare it was a game day vibes. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was very, you know, the energy was high. The fans came out and did their thing and um, and were loud and excited and Um, you know, that times 10. And I mean that only because there were individuals that, you know, um, had seen Steve Atwater specifically um, during his trip with the team in 1997. And so that was the same year where, uh, you know, we won our first um, championship. And so they got to see him before that. And so they felt like they needed to tell him how proud they were of like championship one, championship two, and then, you know, 50. So it was, I think, a very special experience a very special opportunity for them to kind of express everything that they had held from that time. But then also, you know, they were excited to show off to Bradley, you know, that like the fan base down there is big and loud and proud. And so I think that from that standpoint, 
it was a very just a very special moment in that fans getting to share, you know, all of, all of the love and excitement. And, um, you know, there were a couple of times where, um, you know, throughout the, the pandemic where people would ask me, what do you miss most? And I used to say, you know, like 2020, the fans, you know, the fans yeah. are the ones that make all the difference. And I think in this instance, it was no different. I love that. And it was probably so cool, you know, for Steve and Bradley to see how many Broncos fans we actually really do have in Mexico. Cause I feel like a lot of times here in the States, not everyone really realizes how represented Broncos country is down there. Yeah. So I will tell you, I think, you know, uh, we had two public events for, for fans. One of them we said was for, you know, all NFL fans welcome. Um, and then the other was specifically for Broncos fans and, um, the, the one that we opened for um, all NFL fans was held at a bigger venue, um, a mall, shopping center. And um, and the entire thing was just taken over uh, by Broncos fans. Maybe there was, you know, a Raiders fan and a Cowboys fan, you know. Um, but overall, I think, you know, they showed up and, and it was just incredible to see all of those people in one place um, just trying to get a glimpse of, of their favorite team. You mentioned some of these events. What all did you do down there in Mexico? What did the itinerary kind of look like over the couple of days you guys were down there? Well, I actually just spoke to Steve and, and apologized again for the jam-packed uh, schedule that we had. <laughs> we had a lot to cover. Um, yeah, you know, it, it started off with the press conference and the press conference essentially was our way to, um, to start a relationship with the media, right? And I think that that's extremely important as we move forward in that we will be looking to the media to, to provide coverage of uh, Broncos news, you know, analysis, um, recaps, et cetera. So that was extremely important for us to just kind of, you know, um, say we're here, we're, you know, let us know how we are able to connect with you and, and what have you. I think that's extremely important and just them being conduits, right, with, with messaging and, and just overall um, um, helping us keep connected um, down there. Um, so that was, you know, a, a big part of it. And then, you know, the other part of it was um, creating um, content. And the reason for the content is um, we, we feel, you know, we have a, an, ex and we're extremely blessed and have the platform that we have in that we're able to provide information back and forth, right? And so um, through this, we want to start showing people what Mexico is. Um, and so that when we do play, you know, um, most likely at Azteca in Mexico City, that um, fans from Colorado and the United States feel comfortable going down there and that they feel like they have gone through kind of like, you know, a tutorial of um, things to try, places to visit. Um, so to that end, um, that was also important for, for us um, to be able to show Bradley Mm -hmm. and remind Steve, right, of what Mexico is. So we did a lot of uh, visits to landmarks, restaurants, we tried different food, um, talked a little bit of history. So the, the goal was really, you know, from that standpoint to just create general awareness about um, what Mexico is and, and kind of what to be expected. And then, you know, obviously while we were down there, there was no way that we were going to um, not get to hang out with our fans. And so we um, we had a, a public um, fan event on, on both, uh, both days that we had full days of um, in the city. And so that was really, I think, you know, from our standpoint on one event, we, um, 
we made both Steve and Bradley available for autographs and photos. And then for the other one, it was just like photos. And we joked that it was, you know, kind of like wedding style when the bride and the groom go from table to table to greet right. you. <laughs> That's kind of how we played the second one because I love um, it. And we had to call an audible just because of how many people showed up. So it was oh, like, wow. we, don't, we don't have space to create any lines. So we're just going to have to <laughs> go this route I hope it works and, and it did and I think our, our fans really appreciated the the gesture of making them available while having a full agenda the rest of the day you know you talk about building these relationships you know with the media down there and with the fans but you know from a marketing standpoint standpoint for you why was it so important for you all to go down there and personally connect with you know the Broncos Latina fan base when we do when we could potentially be playing a game down there well, I think, you know, it's, we always, um, we always say this, right? I think that from, from the Broncos standpoint, our, our fans are our most important asset. And again, you know, when, when people ask me about 2020, like, you know, was it, was it weird, you know, um, playing uh, to almost an empty stadium? And I said, you know, it's, I don't know that I would say weird. I said, it, it really showed that our heart is our fans, right? And so I said, it just, it, it didn't seem right. Right. And so I think, you know, what came from that was like, you know, um, as we're focusing on international efforts, um, we're just consciously more aware of um, finding opportunities to connect with them. Right. And again, we're using Mexico as an example, because that is the, the IHMA designation that we currently have. Mm -hmm. We have an incredible fan base um, established in Europe. Right. Um, right. Um, Germany, France, uh, Spain. Um, Ireland. And so I think from that standpoint, you know, it's always our intention to find ways to connect with them. And so in this instance, we use the IHMA designation as a reason to go down there and connect with them in person, um, knowing, you know, and, and hoping that in the near future, um, we can all come together. And, you know, as important as it is for us to go there, it's also important for us to remind them that, hey, you know, you're welcome in Colorado whenever you're, you know, you're there and hopefully you can make a game. But also, it's important for us to um, to again start essentially demonstrating, you know, um, what Mexico is, because we we hope that like when our fans took over in Dallas, right, um, right. that they would do the same thing in Mexico City. I love it. That was such a great game to see all of Broncos country there. I agree. Well, you know, not only connecting with the fans, I feel like in Mexico is important, but also with that. Uh, partnership now kind of connects the Latino fan base that we have here in Colorado as well. Yeah, I think, you know, there's, uh, there's a very interesting, you know, just kind of breakdown of demographics when it comes to the, the Latino community in Colorado. And there's still a direct connection to Mexico, right? There's still, you know, many that have um, uh, ties, family ties there. And so right. I think it becomes important in a lot of ways. I think, you know, um, there's, the response that we have gotten from clips of, you know, um, Bradley eating an elote, which is a corn on a cob, right? On a stick. <laughs> right. It was, people were like, oh I my gosh. That. Like, yeah, it was like, I would have never thought that I would see, you know, a Bronco, like, right. you know, enjoy my favorite snack. Things like that have power and show representation, right? And I think that there is something to be said about individuals like myself seeing um, NFL athletes um, enjoy those things and bring awareness of like, this is what we are. This is color. This is ri richness. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, um, I think that for me personally, as we were going through the different activities, I paid attention to the things that 
um, that Steve and Bradley were essentially commenting or asking because I felt, you know, if, if they have this curiosity about this, like most likely other people like do as well. And so I felt like a history teacher at at, at <laughs> points, but um, but I, I I appreciated them wanting to know more. And so I think you know we just kind of take our cues um, from them as far as you know uh, what could we you know, help people understand a little bit better or learn. But I think that, you know, um, the trip um, for for both countries, fans in both countries um, was impactful in just the way that, you know, um, individuals that have been in the United States that perhaps, you know, haven't visited Mexico in a while, it was kind of like, you know, that's really cool. Like they, I remember that place or I remember enjoying this snack. I think there's just, um, you know, true um, power in that. Well, last one for you, Mary Saul. What do you think a potential game to be played down there in Mexico would really mean for this franchise, but also the fan base that we have all over, like you mentioned? Um, I think it would be uh, awesome. I think it's incredible. Anytime that you get to play, you know, um, I, I think, you know, well, let, let me just kind of like back up. I think Broncos country uh, travels extremely well, and we are extremely grateful for that. I, I love it. I, I think um, you know, maybe the, the, the home team, you know, doesn't appreciate it, but, but we, the Denver Broncos <laughs> appreciate that our fans right. are willing to, to go distance, um, to, to see us and support us and scream for us. And so I think, you know, that's incredible. Uh, but then you talk about, you know, the, the presence that the team had in 1997, right. Um, we right. were a different, we were a different team then in the sense that, you know, um, there was uh, definitely the same expectations, right? Be number one in everything. And there was um, a lot of excitement around what that team would be. And then we actually went ahead and, you know, won back-to-back um, Super Bowls. And so I think from that standpoint, you know, the, the fans would definitely love it and would be excited. And I have no doubt that they would show up, whether it's, you know, fans in, um, in Mexico or fans, you know, traveling from the United States. But I think that it just overall... Um, I'm, I'm a fan of the international series games because it gives us the opportunity to develop and grow a fan base and just fans overall of the NFL um, outside of the United States. And so there's always, I think, you know, great opportunity there that exists um, across all areas of, of the business specifically. But I think it just, you know, helps us um, look for that future generation of fans in places that maybe, you know, we didn't think about before. And also, I think it speaks to just kind of today's, you know, um, just the normalities of being global brands, right? And the NFL definitely is that. So I think it would be an incredible honor um, to play um, in an international series game, um, wherever it may be. Um, but definitely think that Mexico would be ready to welcome the Broncos um, back in that sense. Well, you know, fingers crossed we play in one of those games here sooner rather than later. Marisol, it's been such a pleasure having you on the snap today and learning a little bit more about this Mexico trip and getting to chat with you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Appreciate the time. And now let's welcome Bradley Chubb to the snap. Bradley, so nice to see you again. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, been chilling this offseason, uh, working out, just getting to it, and glad to finally be back in the Denver area, getting like getting back to work with the new pieces we added and um, seeing how all this goes together. Yeah. How's the off season treating you so far? You finally had time to relax a little bit and. Yeah. Kick my feet up a couple of times, took a couple of trips. Um, got to see my family a couple of times. And so just, like I said, just enjoying the downtime. And, but now I'm ready to get back to work. It's been a little, a little too long at home. So now it's time to right. get back to it. I know. I can't believe the voluntary off season program starts in a couple of days. It feels like the season off season flies by every single time. 
every single time. I was talking to Coach Landau. He said something about it being only 10 weeks. And at the time, you don't think about it, but you look back, no. you're like, 10 weeks, yeah, that flew by. So, yeah, it really does. It always is. Well, Bradley, we just heard from Mary Saul about your trip down in Mexico, but I want to hear about your experience too. You know, how cool was it for you to see, you know, so many Broncos fans down there and what was it like trying to, or getting to interact with them? It was, it was crazy, honestly, just because of the fact that you know, they said we had fans down there, but you don't really know how many until you like, you actually see. And I remember we did the signing and we'd walk through the crowd and um, we had another event where we um, were at a restaurant talking to some fans and it was just flooded. The whole thing was going crazy and, they knew history about Steve Atwater's team and Elway's team and all everything they did. And um, they were big, huge Broncos fans from all the way from 1997. So it was just crazy to be a part of that, to experience that. And uh, it was for sure something that, like, I want to go out to Mexico and play a game just to have that energy that we had. Yeah, Marisol was telling me that you were really surprised by how many throwback jerseys there were. You yeah. know, a bunch of guys from the late 90s. Um, there, was of, there was a lot of Atwater jerseys out there, a lot more than I thought. So it was, it was dope. It was dope to see. Yeah, because that was the last time the Broncos had played in Mexico City. Yeah, that's what they said, 1997. So yeah. it was the fans stayed true since then, for sure. It was crazy. <laughs> well, Steve Atwater, like you mentioned, he was on the trip with you. How is it getting to be down there in that setting with him and seeing everyone who was so excited to see him and have him back there? Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool just because anytime like you're in this game, like whenever you got a chance to be around a Hall of Famer, a guy who, who's been there, done that and had an amazing career, just to like pick his brain a little bit, talk about stuff off the field as well. It was just, it was just cool to be around. Steve's a great guy. He's been uh, in my life pretty much since I got drafted. He was at the draft. He was in my, he, yeah. I told him he was forever mortalized in my house because <laughs> my dad picture at the house. So uh, yeah, it, it was a cool experience. I'm glad I got to spend it with Steve though, for sure. Yeah, you talk about kind of the excitement from when the Broncos played back there when Steve was playing for the Broncos, but how cool would it be for you guys to have the potential of playing a game there now and, you know, seeing your jerseys wrapped instead of all the guys from the 90s? Yeah, it would be huge. Like I said, just to see that that energy that the fans had. And uh, um, they were it's like they were diehards. And then that yeah. you think you only get that from in Denver or around Denver, but now it's, it's all the way in a whole different country. And the, the love was for sure felt. And it's one thing that I want to go out there and play in front of those fans, give them something to cheer for and give them something to be proud of. Well, Marisol, she told us a little bit about what you guys did down there. I heard some crickets were involved, eating of crickets. Um, <laughs> Luckily, I missed that day. Luckily, I missed, they did that the night Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, then. Lucky for you. Um, I heard you join a mariachi band, bought some Broncos ponchos. You know, what were some of the things that you got to do down there that you really enjoyed? Yeah, uh, one of the things that she probably didn't tell you, because they were a little, I was nervous at the time, and they were nervous. Yeah. But the uh, Lucha Libre wrestling, they had me jumping oh. off tight, uh, tight ropes and everything. And oh my gosh, it was all like safe. I was jumping into their arms and stuff like that. But it was, that was a good time. That was probably one of the most fun. It was hot out there, but so it was a little dragging in. But um, we saw some monuments. Uh, I think it was the, the Angel of Independence. Uh, we saw like the theater where they do all their like if, they said if you get invited to this theater, it's like you're the top of the top in the entertainment industry and stuff like that. So um, just seeing the history and the culture and and how they go about their days. And Marisol was, was our little tour guide the whole time. And she was telling us the history and stuff like that. So it was, it was cool just to be a part of like a, a whole different, like I said, culture and just environment. And people just think totally different than what you're used to thinking. And it, it was cool though, for sure. I know you guys were down there for a couple of days, but one of the first things that you did was that introductory press conference with a lot of the um, Mexican media down there. What was that like for you? What were some of the questions they were asking you? Uh, main question they were asking is if we were like like to come out to Mexico to play, and um, at, at the time it was the 
Uh, Russell Wilson news was kind of still new, so everybody was excited about that. So I was getting a lot of questions about the team and, and all that type of stuff. So uh, it was, like I said, that they had the same professionalism and same showed the same love as the media out in the state. So hopefully we could get back in front of those guys for sure. Yeah. Kind of going back to um, Steve Outwater, did he share any stories or experiences with you that he had when they got to play in Mexico City? Uh, not like in depth, but he talked about the time they came out here and then how the fans were, were uh, crazy even back then. And he didn't really realize that we had that many fans out here as well. So yeah. um, it wasn't nothing in depth or specific, but he was just saying that, that the love was for sure felt every time. Well, going back to the local cuisine, I know you got to skip the crickets, but what were some of the main dishes that you got to eat down there that you really liked? Uh, these tacos, El Pastor, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got to cut it off the, the, the it's like the on this, it's like this big piece of meat and they layer oh, yeah. it and they, on like a kebab type thing. And then like they roast it and I got to cut it off there and put the pineapple on it and, and all that. that. So that was probably the, the best thing we had, the tacos. And then um, we had street corn as well out of an actual like shopping cart and like it was it, that was you get it in the states and it's not the same it doesn't compare yeah. to, to the genuine on the street street corn in mexico so those are the two uh favorite for sure i love it all right well last question for you bradley you know you guys were down there for four or five days what was kind of your favorite part of the trip uh my favorite part just being honestly my favorite part i couldn't even put my finger on it. just being out there like i said learning the culture and just being, we went and met up with a soccer team, uh, two guys from the soccer team out there and oh, wow. um, t- got a chance to talk to them a little bit and see how they get to it. And, and, and you know what I'm saying, kind of compare our lifestyle to theirs and stuff like that. So the whole experience was just amazing. I'm glad I did it for sure. Well, now that you went down there, hopefully next time they'll be repping a lot more Chubb jerseys. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, Bradley, I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining me today and yep, looking forward you. to seeing you next week. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's episode of The Snap. Thanks so much to you all in Broncos country for tuning in. And another thank you to both Maddie Saw and Bradley for joining me today. Make sure to stay up to date on The Snap by following the Broncos Podcast Network on Twitter and checking out the Broncos YouTube channel. I'll see you all next time.